Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Hauk, and today we are going to be talking all about reverse dieting versus recovery dieting. So, guys, right now I am currently about a week and a half after my show, and I just have to be completely honest. I've been struggling big time with gaining weight. So, like, this mental fuck right now is like lines are going away and I've just been like feeling really insecure in my body when I'm looking in the mirror and like that body dysmorphia is really playing some significant tricks on my mind and I just need to be completely honest with you guys it's like I had a photo shoot last week I have another photo shoot this Sunday and I'm being so hypercritical about my body and It is so hard to be in this spot. So if you guys are going through this or you have been through it, I certainly can relate to it. But today I just want to talk all about it. I want to talk about the reverse dieting process versus the recovery dieting process and just kind of all of the specifications surrounding it. But I just needed to put it out there, guys, that I definitely am struggling with the insecure part of coming off of a show looking my very best, loving the way that my body looks, and then you gain a little bit of weight, and you're just in this place of like feeling insecure, but it's so, so silly. So, anywho, let's just talk all about what things look like at the end of a prep. So, end of a contest prep, you come off of your show, and this is kind of what you're dealing with. So, first thing we see is that there's kind of this hormonal shutdown for a lot of people. Pretty common for women to lose their menstrual cycle. Lots of guys have significant reductions in their testosterone levels, and With those things being said, what can end up happening for women is your bone mineral density is really being affected because you're not having your period, which can have some long-term health effects that are not going to, uh, yeah, not going to be good for you. And then for guys, when your testosterone is so significantly reduced, your ability to build muscle is not very high. And with both of those things being said, for both men and women, your libido is so low. Like that is what I've been dealing with big time over these past couple of months. Still not feeling back to normal. And then you have a partner on the other side of that receiving end who thinks that perhaps it has something to do with them. And it's not that. It's just you just have no sex drive. You literally... Don't feel like having sex ever between like just having low energy and just not having those hormones be balanced. Your libido is incredibly low coming off of a prep. Sleep is all out of whack. I've talked about this a lot on my YouTube, but my sleep was like, oh my goodness. Like I'd be up in the middle of the night for a couple of hours. Um, Yeah, just having random naps, just really not in a place of being able to get the full eight hours. I would sleep for like four or five hours and I would wake up feeling really incredibly rested. There was just like inconsistencies day to day with sleep where it was very unpredictable. Energy levels were very unpredictable. I would go from feeling 
really great and on this roller coaster of I feel fantastic then right back down to low levels and like just all over the place with that um another thing that can happen with contest prep is that your strength and your performance just plain suck you're in the gym you aren't able to lift the weights that you would normally lift. It's hard to get through your workouts. You just don't feel great. You go from either your off season or those beginning phases of prep and you feel really, really strong. You feel great. Then you just get to this place by the time your contest prep is over where weights that you used to be able to lift are no longer a possibility, which can feel incredibly deflating. Some of the other things that happen, your hunger signals are just like all out of whack. Like instead of your body being like, hey, you're full right now or hey, you're hungry right now. It's like you always feel hungry no matter how much you eat. You never feel full. And those hormones that are supposed to give you the signals that say stop eating, they're not going off. And that's where a lot of people really do struggle with binge eating coming off of a show because your body is not saying like stop eating right now. And that is something that's really, really hard to deal with. Now, all of these symptoms that I'm mentioning too, I do want to add that this isn't only when you do a contest prep. This is things that people struggle with no matter when you diet. So you may have never been down to really, really low levels of leanness, but you might have suffered from a lot of these symptoms just from going through a fat loss phase or going through a dieting phase. And you might have even been sitting there and been thinking like, holy fuck, like, am I going crazy? Or are all these things like actually happening to me? So that's something that I do want to add is that if you've ever dieted and felt these things, know that you're not crazy. These are just like part of the things that happen when we're trying to diet. Some of the other things that happen by the time prep is over is like your total daily expenditure is essentially really, really low. So the amount of calories that you would normally burn every single day is no longer where it used to be, right? So what ends up happening in that particular circumstance is that you, A, don't have this, like literally the way that I feel is like, I'll lay on the couch and like the energy to get off the couch is like really, really challenging. And you just don't have this abundance of energy or this abundance of like, I don't know, just you you just can't do anything. And you really don't move much throughout the day other than your cardio and your training because you don't have the energy for it. And then in turn, you aren't burning as many calories. So let's say, for example, that normally on the regular you burn 1300 calories, you get to the end of your contest prep and you've had metabolic adaptations that are now having you only burn a thousand calories per day. So you're seeing that that is happening in turn, which allows that you can't eat as much to be able to maintain your weight. So yeah, that that's kind of the reality. There's there's so many things that happen by the end of contest prep, guys. So there's also your irritability. So you may find that like you're angry by everything, like little things that would normally not make you go off or not like tick you off or just like, bam. And then you're in this circumstance of like getting really frustrated with your partner, getting really frustrated with your coworker or your kids. And like, it's really out of character and 
it's one of those things that like you just don't have the patience, your mood swings are all over the place, and you just don't have those consistent, happy, energized, positive levels that you might normally have with your personality. You may find that you're just really agitated. Other things that are going on, preoccupation about food. So you might be thinking about food all day long, thinking about your next mood. You might be driving by certain places and like all you can think about is that particular meal that you really want to get from that particular place. It's almost like you feel like your brain is going a little bit wacky because you're in this place of like, why can't I stop thinking about food? It's all that I'm thinking about all day long. And that's certainly something that we can see by the time you get to the end of a prep. So... Anywho, that is the reality of the end of a fat loss phase or the end of a contest prep. And for that reason, all of those things are terrible, right? Like we need to get out of this very vulnerable state and this very weak state. We need to get back to feeling normal. We need to get back to being healthy again. And that is not something that we can do at low levels of leanness. We really do need to put some weight on. We need to get out of the state and ideally as quick as possible. So let's just talk about how we can do that and some pros and cons of both of those things. So first thing we need to talk about is what are going to be your next goals. So for me, coming off of my show, I had a photo shoot a few days after my show and it was one that I had been looking forward to for many, many years. I knew that I wanted to be pretty much stage lean for the shoot because I wanted to be able to wear a sports bra and wear small little bikini bottoms and still see all of the cuts that I was seeing on stage day. So I had that and then this upcoming weekend I have a photo shoot with a bunch of clients. I have made the decision that I'm probably going to have more of my body covered up just because I have all these pictures of looking really shredded and I have all these pictures with a lot of my body being revealed both on show day and at last week's photo shoot so for this photo shoot I'm probably going to be a little bit more concealed and feel comfortable with having that diversity of, of photographs so anyways that's kind of the decision that I've had in terms of the goals coming off of the show but depending on your goals is going to determine where you want to go with either recovery dieting or reverse dieting so let's just run through a few of the different scenarios of what that's going to look like. So for me, coming off my show, I knew that I was going to have my celebratory meal and then I was going right back to whatever macros my coach gave me. So he gave me some macros that were just slightly higher, definitely in the land of reverse dieting. So Reverse dieting is slowly increasing your calories to minimize the amount of fat gain. So that's looking at adding in anywhere from 5 to 10 grams of carbs, adding in anywhere from 1 to 3 grams of fat, and then doing that at a really slow rate. So sometimes that's happening every week you're doing an increase, sometimes you're doing it every two weeks, but the overall goal of a reverse diet is that you're trying to minimize the amount of fat 
that you're gaining. So it can take you a really long time before you're back up to maintenance levels. It can take a really long time before you're back up to surplus levels. And ideally with the reverse diet, you're trying to maintain your leanness. You're trying to maintain your conditioning and Essentially, what happens in that case is, yes, you look really great, but you pretty much have all of those negative side effects that come at the end of contest prep. So it takes you a really long time before you see those side effects going away. A really long time before you feel strong again. You have a really long time before your sleep is good to go again. Your libido is still low. So what ends up happening in that case is you're really still in contest prep mode. And that's pretty much how I felt all last week. And it's starting to get a little bit better heading into this week. I'm I'm strong struggling with strength still, but my sleep is becoming quite a bit better and I'm noticing that uh, energy is becoming a little bit more consistent as well. So overall, yeah, I've been a little bit more conservative working through the reverse diet, but the big thing right now is that I'm ready to switch gears, go into recovery diet mode, and although I'm a little bit nervous, like inside and internally, it is really hard for me. I'm struggling a lot more with body dysmorphia than what I wanted to or what I thought I was going to. But I know that I need to get all of these other things sorted out. I need to get my libido back. I'm getting married in September. So, like, I don't want him to leave me. (laughs) I'm laughing about it. But seriously, guys, if you went through this, it's literally like, what the fuck? (laughs) You literally, yeah, you don't want to have sex. And it's a funny place to be. Need to get my hunger back to normal. Just need to get everything back to normal because we have a ton of things wedding wise that are coming up and I need to just get my headspace in a better place. And so I'm gonna be shifting gears into recovery diet mode because now my new goals are got these photo shoots, we're gonna get them out of the way. Now we just have to get all of the other things back to normal. And I also just want to get back to feeling really strong in the gym be in a place where I'm looking great in my wedding dress without looking shredded and vascular and and all of that kind of stuff. So anywho, recovery diet. Let's chat all about what it includes, the specifications in terms of guidelines, and how you might want to approach it. So let's say you are coming off of your show and you are in scenario number one. So this is that you have another show or maybe a photo shoot less than a month away. So this scenario is essentially you're gonna have a small celebratory meal or a traditional breakfast after your show And then you're pretty much going to stay close to your macros because you aren't really able to gain a bunch of fat during this period of time. This one's pretty much like you're, you're just reverse dieting or maybe even staying exactly where you are depending on what your condition was for your first show. But a small celebratory meal would be something like having a protein source, some steamed vegetables, and then maybe some carbs. 
uh, traditional breakfast might be bacon, eggs, and some potatoes or toast, but that's it. So if you have another show or that photo shoot that's right around the corner, that is your choice. That's kind of what we need to do coming off of the show to really set you up for success because your body is really primed for fat gain. It's very easy to put on fat very, very quickly. And if you do have another show or a photo shoot right around the corner, that is the route that we want to choose. Now, let's say you have scenario number two. You have a show or a photo shoot between one to four months away. In this case, I would recommend that you have both your small celebratory meal and a traditional breakfast. So you go out after your show, you celebrate with friends and family. Again, you don't want to make it a massive celebratory meal. If we go and we end up binge eating, I can promise you that you will be absolutely shocked by the rate in which you gain fat by having a massive meal. So have your small celebratory meal and then also have a traditional breakfast. And then that would be the recommendations that I would have for you if you have a show between one to four months away. Now, let's say we are in scenario number three, which is either that we have something coming up four months away or we are all done. So what are the recommendations in that particular case with the recovery diet? So you're going to go out, you're going to have your small celebratory meal. You might even have a little bit of dessert with it. So typically a show would be on a Saturday. So then the following days you can have three untracked square meals. So those are not binge fests, but those are going to be some square meals. Think protein, vegetables, starch, maybe satisfy some cravings of things that you've really wanted to have. But three untracked square meals and then the next day you're getting right on to your recovery diet which I'm going to give you some specifications for as well. But that's where I'm going to be headed once I have this photo shoot out of the way on Sunday. So I'm going to go into this scenario number three and essentially get right into the planned macros for my recovery diet coming off of that. So what are the guidelines for recovery diet? So essentially, the recovery diet is a four-week period after your show or after your photo shoot or after you've reached your goal when you want to really get rid of all of those negative side effects that have plagued you throughout your contest prep. So this is not when you're in a surplus or even in maintenance amount of calories, we're just trying to recover and get everything back to a good place. So during this four week time period, your weight gain specifications should be five to 10% over your contest weight. So for me, my contest weight was 117 pounds. So five to 10% for me is between six to 12 pounds that I'm gaining. So that puts me between 123 and 129. So within four weeks of my show, that's the range in which I want to be at. And that's the goal that I'm setting for my weight gain. So right now, as of this morning, I'm at 121.7 pounds. So I've already jumped up quite a bit in two weeks. My coach did bring me all the way from my 1300 up to about 1600 so we did do a pretty big jump after my check-in on uh, after my check-in after that initial photo shoot just because we did know that I wanted to be a little bit softer heading into this weekend so although I'm going through this brain fuck 
I know I'm right on track with where I need to be recovery diet wise. So five to 10% is where you want to be. And that's the goal that you want to set. And you want to make sure that you get there within that four week period. And that'll really just ensure that you are setting yourself up for success in terms of negating those negative side effects. Okay. Now in terms of cardio, what I would recommend is reducing the total amount of cardio by 50 to 60%. Another way to structure it if you really want to jump right back into off-season mode and and start making those maximum muscle gains right away, you might even go back all the way to where things were cardio-wise during your off-season. So if during your off-season you were doing a couple of steady-state cardio sessions or a couple of HIIT cardio sessions, you could really jump all the way back to there and be okay now. You may gain fat a little bit quicker by doing that strategy. I tend to lean in the direction of 50 to 60% of what you're doing at the end of your contest prep. So for me, at the end of my final push before show day, I was doing five times 40 minutes per week. Those were steady state sessions because HIIT was really making me feel nauseous and just feel like shit. So Reducing it by 50 to 60% would be what I would recommend in that department. But again, you could go right back to that off-season amount of cardio and see how that feels for you. Again, this is going to be very individual depending on what you decide or maybe you're working with a coach and you're having that conversation, but these are just some general guidelines. Now, in terms of calories, that initial jump could be as low as 400 calories, but it could be as high as 1,000 calories just depending on where you want to go with it. Now, for me, I'm planning on, I've already done that jump of about 300 calories, so I'm just gonna add in about 100 calories coming off of my photo shoot this weekend and then gonna see where that sits me after a week or so. I do plan on being a little bit more aggressive after that point. I wanna sit kind of around that 125 mark. I know like I need to just get over this mental hurdle. 125 is kind of where I think I will sit comfortably, um, ideally around 17 to 1800 calories, but I'm gonna just assess how I'm feeling. I do really need to get all of the other things taken care of in terms of feeling great. So if I'm not finding that those symptoms are going away, then I may go a little bit higher, but really I'm gonna be assessing based on are these symptoms going away within the four week time period? If not, I need to be more aggressive just so that I can get back to feeling really strong again, get back to being in a position where I'm motivated to go to the gym again and like just feeling really good because I'm still at a place where about 45 minutes into my workout, I'm just like, blah. And I want to get that away. I really do want to be at a place where like I'm feeling great and feeling like things are back to normal so that I can focus on all the other things in my life that require my attention. So I want to be able to give it my all in terms of business, give it my all in terms of my clients, just back to a place of feeling really fantastic all around. So it'll really just be a guessing game. It's hard to really say what is going to be the best avenue. It's hard to really say like these are going to be the amount of numbers that I'm going to stick with. Now I have made the decision that I'm not going to be working with Paul anymore, not for any particular reason, either than 
me and Jamie sat down, talked about finances heading into the wedding, and me and Paul were done our year working together. So we decided like, okay, I'm going to move forward from here without his assistance. I feel confident in my ability and all the things that I've learned from him. I know that I will for sure work with him again. I haven't decided if I'm competing in the pro show this year, competing in the pro show next year. That's still totally up in the air, depending on where things are sitting financially after the wedding and just kind of how I'm feeling. I don't think I need to have a clear picture of that right now, as long as I stay within that six to 12 pounds away from stage weight that's going to be a lot more reasonable for me to diet down versus where I was sitting at the end of my build this time around, which was 152. So anywho, that's kind of where everything is at for me personally. Now in terms of recovery diet, reverse dieting, there are so many different things that can happen throughout this process. It is so unique to the individual in terms of the way that you're feeling can be very unique to the individual as well. So it's not really that like clear cut, this is the way it's going to go. Like, yes, we have a general game plan, but the way in which you're feeling or kind of what you're going through mentally is going to vary person to person. I'm just at a place where as much as I want to say I'm in a healthy headspace, I'm still like, I, my relationship with food is fine. Like I feel great in that department. I'm not feeling an urge to binge. I'm not feeling like that part is difficult. It's really just that self-image and body dysmorphia that is really the mind fuck for me right now. So we're going to get through guys. I just wanted to open up and share that completely honestly with you guys because you guys deserve that. And if this is something that you're struggling with or something that you personally have questions about, I do invite you to reach out to me either via email at haukangela at gmail.com. That's H-A-U-C-K Angela at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram. Um, all of the uh, stuff will be in the show notes in terms of that. But this is not a pretty road coming off of a show prep. And I want you guys all to know that if it's something that you're really struggling with, I know that past preps have been different for me. The ways in which I felt coming off of a prep have felt different. I've talked about it in previous episodes with other girls that I've trained for shows. So it's, it's one of those things. Know that you're not alone. We are a lot more alike and similar than what we may think. So reach out. Reach out to me or reach out to other people within the network so that you know that there's a community of people that are going through the similar emotions, right? Like going through these phases. And, and the more that we reach out and connect with one another, the more that we're able to just link arms and learn from one another as well. So that's going to be it for today's episode. I want to thank you guys for tuning in once again. Know that I appreciate you. There might be some people in your life that you know who could really benefit from this information. So certainly share it, guys. If, if there's somebody that you know that maybe you didn't go through a contest prep, but maybe you went through it or 
or you know somebody who went through a fat loss phase and talked about some of these symptoms and was like, okay, where do I go from here? This could be certainly something that is helpful for them. Reverse dieting or recovery dieting is also something you may choose to do when you're ready to go into maintenance mode. So maybe you got to your end goal and you're not sure what to do with your calories from here. This is certainly something that you might use as a tool for support or a, a tool that you're going to use to know where you should go in terms of a direction to be able to maintain the results that you were able to achieve. So anywho, that's it for me today, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. We will catch you next time. Next week's episode is all about hormones. I have an expert that's coming on and she is absolutely incredible. We're gonna be talking about hormonal health. We're gonna be diving into how to optimize that. We're gonna be talking about lifting and the menstrual cycle and just really getting some good insights about how we can have our hormones working with us and in a place of strength. Have a good week, guys. Bye.